Josh, Josh, we have a big story developing. B.A. Fatboy came by to say hi at uh, Meadowbrook. Nice. By the way, B.A. Fatboy, you are not fat, okay? So you got to stop. Oh, congratulations. Oh, man. Well, congratulations. You lost. There you go. I'm working on it. Nice to meet you, man. I appreciate you. Dude, that's that's my um, – you know, I, I've realized I've got to stop talking about the things I'm trying to do to be healthy on the show because then when I don't do them, um, I feel like an absolute miserable failure. <laughs> it's like I didn't get to walk this weekend or do my uh, – you, don't don't laugh at me because everyone uses the Benny Wiley joke. But any of my kettlebell things, you know, to try to get that dad bod looking a little better. But, yeah, I didn't do any of it. So, B.A. Fat Boy comes in here. You ain't fat at all. The hell, man. You got to change your name. B.A. Fit Boy might be the better way to put it. Uh, but we'll hit the uh, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, 405-651-3439. It's been busy today. We are at the OU Club of Tulsa Scholarship Golf Tournament. Uh, thanks to Don. Um I just mentioned about it near the top of the hour, all the things they have going on uh, out here. It's really cool. Thanks to Travis, by the way, um, Travis Davidson and our bosses, you know, Brian and Casey Vineyard. They, the, the great thing, I think, about the ref, and I'm not just saying this because I work here. I'm pretty sure I would feel this way even if I worked at another station or wasn't in radio at all. You can say what you want about I'm tired of Plank and his uh, – incredibly negative attitude i'm tired of uh i'm tired of recruiting talk whatever if you wanted to complain but the one thing you can't complain about is that this station from day one gives back and they uh, they're one of the big supporters of this event here today they've been big supporters of the high school scene so just cool to be up here and and hang out in tulsa and josh it gives me an opportunity to complain about tulsa traffic which is something i haven't been able to do in quite a while Holy smokes, man. My goodness. Um, and it also gives me a chance to hang out and see some of my favorite people. So that's where we are today. What did you find number one, number one on your depth chart this weekend, sports-wise or life-wise? What was the most important thing this weekend? The most important thing this weekend, probably traveling to Tulsa. My uh, my girlfriend's dad, it was his birthday oh, yesterday. It, actually, crazily enough. Uh, it's my uh, yesterday's also my oldest brother's birthday and his <laughs> oh, wow. son's birthday. So now it's turned into this like <laughs> massive day. So that was probably the biggest life thing. And, and then beyond that, you know, you wanted to dial in for, a, you know, maybe national championship clinching baseball game. Sure. And uh, yeah, it was, it was not, uh, not, not altogether uh, exciting in game two. Game one was awesome. Uh, you know, sat back and uh, we were having dinner on what was that Saturday night Mm-hmm. Watching, uh, watching that ball game as we had dinner, and it was great. And then, uh, obviously, yesterday, not so much. But it does set up some, some theatrics, perhaps, tonight. Baseball will never truly ever make any sense to me. Just it won't. I, I do not know how you could go through these teams playing each other in one of the greatest college baseball games I've watched. And LSU – being a part of back-to-back incredible nights, right, from, you know, Tommy White's walk-off on, uh, what was that? Was that Thursday? Thursday night to Saturday's just, Saturday was a game, people. Saturday was a great college baseball game, right? If you're 
if you're one of those that from Thursday, you're like, I don't want to watch two guys pitching duel. You, you had elements of everything in Saturday night's game. I was clued to it, dude. You're right. I, I did the post-game show, so obviously I was more maybe into it than I even anticipated. But, yeah, I, I, I Saturday night, man, I just was like, I wish – I wish I could do a show about this right now. I wish that that's Oklahoma, and I wish people were fired up about it because it was that good. How did that happen then on Sunday? How did you go? The, the, the ability to bounce back for baseball players is just – it's softball players too for that matter. right? You get smoked in a game. You get destroyed. But if you're, if you're kind of close skill level and you can come back, I mean, I don't think anyone expected what, – what did we fight? Gave 24 runs? I don't think anyone really expected that. But how do you come back from having your soul ripped out, like Florida did in game one, to doing that in game two, in a game that you fell behind as well? They fell behind two zip in that game. Skeens, uh, is he pitching? No. No. You, you think so? Uh, Are, that's the discussion today, right? Is, really? Is, is will he, won't he? Dude, if Paul Skeens walks out there tonight to start this game. I think he'll throw a little bit, won't he? Bro, if he starts this game, I'm here to tell you. You know I'm a wrestling fan, right? Now, I'm a little bit I'm a little bit disconnected, right? I don't know any of the major storylines. I saw CM Punk was back. I, I don't watch AEW as much as I should. But I'm still kind of a big WWE guy, though very behind on the storylines, Josh. But I will tell you, if Paul Skeens walks out there, and we'll know, you know, because baseball isn't like softball. <laughs> you don't get the starting lineup just before first pitch. It's out, you know, at least, I think, three hours before first pitch. I will mark out like Stone Cold Steve Austin just burst through the glass. I think that would be one of the craziest things I've ever seen. Because he just pitched on Thursday. So that's Friday, three Saturday, days rest. Sunday. That's three days rest, bro. And it's not like he threw 50 pitches on Thursday. My man was in triple figures. He went eight. So I would assume that if they went and asked him, he would say, I want to pitch, right? Because that's just who he is. No doubt. But I would also assume that there's got to be a situation where someone steps in and says, listen, we can't start you. Can't go out there. Or, or, again, I'm just you're, – you're maxed out. You're going to get to throw 50 pitches. So when do you want to use those 50 pitches or 40 pitches or whatever it might be? You want it in the first, set the tone for the game. Do you want it in the sixth? Do you want it in the third? I mean, that's just – because LSU has, has gone – why am I blanking on the guy that set all the records yesterday? They've gone Skeens and then their number two guy, and then they've been Johnny Holstaff all year long. Bro, you look at some of those Sunday games that LSU played this year – not pretty. Not pretty at all. But maybe maybe you could find a couple innings for him. And if you could, I'm here for it. I think I think he's going to be the number one pick in the draft. I really do. I think the, he's a stud. Uh, the question will be like you just laid out. I, I don't – I mean, obviously they're not going to throw him seven innings. You, you, don't, you wouldn't think. Uh, you know, seven innings, 100 – whatever it would be. He's throwing, what, 15 and two-thirds innings, 200 mm-hmm. – 40-some-odd pitches uh, in this World Series. So they're going to protect him, you would think. Now, Skeens, I would imagine, is telling everybody that will listen, hey, let let me out there. This is for a national championship. And they have to decide, like you said, 
Is it early? Is it in the middle? Is it late? I don't know. I mean, that's a, that's a great question. Mm. 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 A um, couple of other things have been added in addition to my excitement over the College World Series, Josh. And let's see, if you missed hour one, just kind of quick hit on some portal talk. Uh, he kind of recapped the Trent Dilfer that clip that I know that the guys all day long had a chance to talk about on Friday. We touched on it, I think, heading out the door. But really, the biggest story, the biggest story is that you know AM radio is back, and according to a report this morning, not really a report, it's 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 confirmation. Uh, owners of Ford vehicles in their 2024 models will indeed have AM radios. Now, I don't know if this was just one of those things where Ford thought it could slide it under the radar that AM was no longer there, but in some of the uh, EVs last year, they didn't. They didn't put AM radio in it, so now they've got a software update, which would scare the absolute you-know-what out of me, Josh, if my car was like my computer. And it's like, listen, you want to get this? Here's this. Uh, just just go to this website and download it, and you can <laughs> you can add it to your electric vehicle. I'm like, no, um, no thanks. New vehicles, that, that's the world we're living in. I know. And I'm like, no, I'll stick with my 2001 car. That nah, I you're not going to pro- program my stuff. Don't you think you're going to get your computer hands on my automatic manual? Uh, so got into a list of things that would survive the apocalypse, right? AM radio, weeds, uh, cockroaches. So, someone said, I think it was Kendall that said shower scum, Bermuda grass. Uh, Santa John writes, dandelions will survive. <laughs> Dude, dandelions are everywhere. Everywhere, man. Uh Kindle says Oreos only have a 10-year shelf life. What, are they just going to disappear after 10 years? The Oreos aren't making it 10 years. I don't think so. I The Twinkies are really it. Well, the Oreos aren't going to make it 10 years because I ain't going to wait around 10 years to eat those things. Twinkies aren't making it very long either, unfortunately. (laughs) Right, exactly. That, that's the troubling part is the uh, perishables probably will get eaten second. I, I haven't caught too much grief for my hot take in hour number one that I haven't seen any of the uh, Fast and Furious movies. Camo Sooner writes, I'm right there with you, Plank. Haven't seen one single Fast and Furious movie, and that won't change anytime soon. But I've got a, such a stockpile on shows that I need to catch up on now. I don't even know where I could find the time to watch some of these movies. Well, is it like Fast and the Furious is anything new that I need to go see? But, I mean, are we I, – I still have to catch up. Josh, I still have to watch Stranger Things Season 2. That's where we are right now and how far behind I am on things. Well, you're also at the point now to where you're going to have to watch Season 1 again. I'm going to have to watch Season 1 again. I think here's what I'm doing. I've got a strategy on it. My daughter turns uh, 15 this year. I'm trying to wait till I can have someone to watch it with me. So maybe that's what I'm waiting for until I can get the okay that my, my daughter can actually watch Stranger Things with me. That is, but, uh, that is terrifying that she's about to be 15. You want to hear something even more terrifying real quick before we break? Sure. I took her to the Lloyd Noble parking lot and let her start practicing driving yesterday. Oh, no. Woo! Yeah, yeah that, that's scary. Yeah. Well, she's going to get her permit 
coming up here soon, and she is asked, and I thought, what's the worst thing that can happen? Let's, let me just tell you right now. We came pretty close to the worst thing happening. But I think there was someone else. I think someone thought that we were in trouble in the Lloyd Noble Center parking lot yesterday. I, I was away from everyone, and she I, I just had her go up and down some, some, I guess you would say, parking aisles. There was no cars. Now, there were some concrete barriers that, by God, Josh, we could have easily have taken out. And I was worried at some point that we were going to. Have you ever seen the Bob's Burger where he's teaching his daughter how to drive and she runs into the one car in the parking lot? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, I have. Tina, Tina. <laughs> That's it. We, we kind of had a couple <laughs> of those. <laughs> or or the uh, the Austin Powers, if I can bring it to something maybe more of you have seen, where the, the guy gets run over by the, the, the roller and he's like, ah, and Austin Powers is like, run, get out of the way. I mean, we had a couple of those moments yesterday, but there was only one other car in the parking lot. <laughs> and, and literally, it kind of like drove over by us. And I thought, what what is this car doing right now? Get out of here. This is, <laughs> get- we're learning. Do they not see me getting nearly thrown through the windshield every single time this girl hits the brakes? I mean, come on. Do, get out of here. It's not safe. <laughs> what are you doing? Run for your life. But yeah, so that's – you want to feel old. Phil and I were joking. My man Phil Johnson's turning 60 this year, and I was talking about being old and turning uh, 48. All right, just having turned 48. But when you start thinking about or seeing – I first said Tulsa's it's cool for me to come back. But then, like, even all my son's friends, for the most part, are graduated from high school and off to, off to college, and they're not even around. So it's just, it's the really, if you want to feel old moment, it's not just my, my middle kid, my daughter, starting to practice driving her car. It's just, geez, man. And by her car, you mean your car? No, it's going to be hers. I'm getting a new car, Josh. I don't know if you know this or not. I'm taking the Josh Helmer route. I've decided that. We're on a heater. We're in a good spot. Uh, and by new car, of course, I don't trust any software updates, so I'm going to go find me like a good old 2008 Ford F-150, right? That's I, that's the only thing I can trust, or the Chevy Tahoe or whatever. I I can get in one of these new cars. No way. I don't trust yeah. you guys. Because with your phone and uh, other phone, pieces right. of technology, you got to stay off the grid with your that's vehicle. Right. Yeah. right, exactly. And that's my, my, my wife cracks me up. I'm like, hey, you need to update your iOS on your phone. It's ridiculous. She goes, no, I am not. I'm like, you already have an iPhone. They can follow you and track you. Anyway, I digress. But you want to feel old? Just start thinking about remembering where you were whenever my daughter was, like, born. And thinking about that in terms of this show, and now she's out learning how to drive a car. Would you, how old am I doing this too early, though? This is, you know, she turns 15 here in oh, September. So this is, you know, a little bit of the summer before. You feel like I'm starting too early? In terms of... The driving just, lessons? Just the teaching part of it, right? No, no, I okay. don't think you're starting too early. I, I think it's... Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's the timing's right, I would say. All right, let me, let me real quick, before someone gets mad at me, um, let me get one quick sports take in here. Deal for cut, this, here we go. Deal for cut, no. <laughs> hey, I told you, if the show is going off the rails today, if I feel concerned about where we are <laughs> content-wise, one of two things will happen. I'll play the Trent Dilfer cut, or I'll say something like, Nick Saban, didn't you hear this? That's that's when you know we've officially run out of things to talk about. But the 405 asks just a very simple and a very easy-to-answer question. 
are there any big names in the portal for softball? I, there's not. There's not the level of names that they've had in the past, but. In Elena Vauder, they've got someone that I think could be really good. That that was the Stanford pitcher that started the second game that they played against him. Right? Didn't we play him twice? Yeah, started the second game against him. She was an All-American. Really nice job. Really good pitch. I think she is somebody that is on that Alex Taraco level, can be. But, you know, it's not just – I want to get into it. Can we get into this when we come back? Can we can we talk a little softball when we come back? Let's do it. Yeah, I mean, hourglass is getting empty. Is yeah. Oklahoma going to add anyone? Yeah, we we are running out of time. Someone did also uh, also asked that question about the um, when you can enroll and, and those types of things. Like, hey, you can can't you wait until basically? All right, here it is from the four hundred five. Can't they sign until school starts? Yeah, that, that's kind of our point that we're bringing up. But the, the again. I think you want to get your destination figured out so you can get in that off-season program and you'll be ready to go for, like, the start of the year. I don't think you want to wait until, you know, this isn't – I used the Hopkins-Cook analogy earlier in the NFL, DeAndre Hopkins-Dalvin Cook. I don't think you want to wait until the season starts so that you, quote-unquote, miss out on training camp or until school year starts. I think you want to get somewhere. So, technically, yes, you're right. But I – I think coaches aren't going to be willing to wait that long either. And again, you got one more, you got two more days until the portal closes. And I do not anticipate any surprises. But you never know. All right, let, let me answer that question about the decision to be additive and how to go back. Because I think it goes across all sports. I really do. Um, but we'll be specific to OU softball next, right here on the ref. All right, welcome back into the Plank Show on the ref. We're live at the OU Club of Tulsa. Well, not at, with the OU Club of Tulsa. <laughs> we are in Meadowbrook Country Club today. Thanks to Don Stout and his entire crew for having us out. Uh, again, a family membership is only $35 per year, and uh, you you get the opportunity to take part in all the watch parties, Sooner Caravans and the coaches' dinner, the football kickoff party. Uh, you get discounts at places like Billy Sims Barbecue. Uh, you can own two tickets to OUSMU, a couple tickets to OUTCU. Uh, it's all part of your membership package. And, again, just to be a part of it. They, they give back to the community. They give back to OU. I, I, I heard from my buddy uh, Chris Fairmont this morning, and the Fern Holland Scholarship actually honors uh, DG from OU, who was doing work overseas whenever she had her life taken from her in March of 2004. They put a scholarship together in her honor. They put a scholarship together to um, a musically inclined student with a Wayman Tisdale scholarship. So learn more at OUclubofTulsa.com and maybe go ahead and start looking ahead to 2024 and be out here at Meadowbrook for their big-time golf event, which is why we're here today. Now, we were talking – portal and softball before the break right we were okay i i think there's one caveat to this for oklahoma that everyone needs to remember whenever you see a name in the portal like i like me like your boy um (laughs) you can jump in and and just say 
all right, Vauder's in the transfer portal. Go get her. She needs to come here. Or I don't really know if there was anyone else, Josh. Um, they, the first baseman from Auburn was someone that was brought up quite a bit before she ended up. I think, where'd she go? LSU? Kelly Lynch from Washington. But I don't really know if anyone's like, yeah, go get her, go get her. There is one thing. There is one thing that you need to remember with Oklahoma that goes beyond just their ability. Does OU need pitching depth right now? You bet. Do I – I'm not going back to a fight two weeks ago on the text line, Josh. I promise you I'm not going back to it. But would I like to see them go with some of the uh, established or the, the younger players on the roster with an established player like Nicole May? You bet. But I think you need a little bit more depth. So I do think you're going to have to bring someone in. Right? You're going to have to. And you don't have help out of the high school ranks until 2025. So that would be the 24 class into 2025. But they've got to be more than just a good softball player. They've got to fit into this culture. They've got to fit into that locker room. They've got to fit and have that personality to where you know you're not going to be fighting an uphill battle for chemistry where you're not fighting an uphill battle for a commitment. I mean, I know that this is everywhere, right? But it's just, I think sometimes people naturally say, so-and-so's in the portal, they need to go get her because they need a pitcher. Or in, 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 I think I think babe, Skip would, would feel the same way. Obviously, Brent Venables, we know how they feel. But just specifically for softball, you know, in, in, at least in this example, Josh, in the championship mindset is more than just some hashtag or a phrase on a, on a bracelet. It's it's the way, and by God, it's the best way in softball right now. You know, six titles in the last ten years. Why is Oklahoma the best? Well, they have the best players, but they also have the best coach. And I just don't think you can automatically look and say, we got to go get X, Y, and Z player because they need a pitcher. I think there's also a part of OU that would. I mean, they're going to have to add a pitcher, but wouldn't mind if that's not, you know, Montana Fouts or Alex Turaco or Kelly Max or whomever, right? It's I don't think you need to bring in a super ace because I think you feel really good about May and what Kirsten Deal had started to and can develop into. We need to see SJ make that next step, and hopefully she will. But you got to remember, it's more than just what they can do in the circle or out on the field. you got to make sure it fits into – that culture, that locker room, because you, you're going into a locker room, Josh, that has won back-to-back-to-back national titles. And you're going into a locker room where there's not going to be an ego. You just can't have it. Are you going to get eaten up? So I think it's going to be fascinating to see what Patty Gasso, Jen Roach, and JT Gasso decide to do because it's a pretty big decision going into an offseason without a player that you'd pretty much built around for the future of this program going into the SEC. No pitchers in this current 2024 class, right? One not coming in until 25. So it's it's going to be a very interesting task to see how they handle it. I would say the uh, National Freshman of the Year and uh, Vodder as well. T- to me, ho- hopefully those would be nice personality fits at the I University agree. of Oklahoma. I agree. I I hope that made sense. It sounded smart whenever Phil and I were talking about it during the commercial break, but uh, I hope <laughs> I hope it worked out okay on the air. Well, this you're, is- you're not. It's it's the Brent Venables quote, right? You recruit your problems, and on paper, a national freshman of the year, Taryn Kern from Indiana, somebody like Vodder, who's been what an All American, All American, yeah. 
I mean, it seems on on paper it's obvious. Okay, well that's going to make you better. And, Home run. And probably they do, but uh, the other boxes do they get checked as well? And that's a fair question to ask. You have to ask it. You have to ask it. And I think it's something that right now, you know, in, in the excitement over all the recruiting news for baseball and the portal news, which I we're going to recap coming up here in a bit. If not, it's definitely in the top five stories of the day. But I um. Don't ever underestimate that. I I would say that maybe there's been two or three players in the last five years that when they came in, even on a visit, you just you just didn't know. It's like, eh, is this going to work? And all of them have ended up being rock stars. I, I think Haley Lee's the best example of it. Whenever she came in, and what would you see with Haley Lee? Tats. You know, always kind of has that. Yeah, kind of laissez-faire kind of approach. She can kind of chill out there. She comes to Oklahoma, and she's a major reason why they were where they were for a majority of the year. So sometimes you can be surprised when you finally get them in there, and let's see what happens. I'll tell you this much. Josh, if they get Vauder, and you got Vauder, May, and Deal, and whatever you know SJ can develop into, dude, that's – that's really good. That's really good. Now, you you know me. I'm always looking ahead. So then you start thinking about 25 in your first year in the SEC for softball, and you're like, all right, now what's the staff look like? <laughs> I mean, that's a completely, completely different world. But for now, for what's right in front of our eyes, we'll see. I, I think Vauder would be a really cool fit on the field. Let's Let's see how things go off the field and making those connections that Patty needs to see. Uh, can I hit a quick – well, no, you know, let's take a break. We'll hit the text when we're supposed to after the bottom of the hour. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line 405-651-3439. Again, we're going to get a game three in the championship series between LSU and uh, Florida. Yes, that final score was correct from yesterday. <laughs> after LSU won game one of the series, Florida came back and scored – 186 runs yesterday, somewhere close to that. But complete and utter domination by Florida in game two of this series. Let's see. Let's see. After basically every single record that has been broken has been broken uh, throughout this College World Series. Let's see how LSU can bounce back today. And Major League Baseball had a game kind of similar to that College World Series game yesterday, Josh. And it got people asking whether whether or not there should be run rules in baseball, whether or not you should be allowed to forfeit. I'm like, just call. We have one game where someone scores 20 runs and everyone starts to lose their mind. Plus, we'll get a complete recap from Josh with the Corn Ferry Tour as we continue a countdown as well to the start of the NFL and the college football season. But your texts are next right here on The Ref. All right, welcome back into the Plank Show. We are at the OU Club of Tulsa Scholarship Golf Tournament. I had promised to hit some texts here, so let's roll. 405-651-3439. Kindlemeyer Chevrolet text line. That's 405-651-3439. By the way, Kindle's kind of on fire tonight. He writes, uh, are we sure that Florida wasn't using illegal bats last night? We are unsure. <laughs> Dude, I started... I had taken my daughter out for her little driving lessons. We had a little golf outing because the 
the 14 year old is she's trying to she's trying to get into the golf world right washington one thing i love about going to school on washington oklahoma is that they they really do a good job of making sure that you're into sports right you got you, you better get into sports and so she has so i kind of got away from the game a little bit and it was and it was real early in it i want to say cuz i wasn't doing the scoreboard show last night but I wanted to say that I left the game when it was two to one LSU, two to one, and then I tuned back in in about the seventh. And by that point, it was it was uh, oh I'm sorry it was three to one LSU. Excuse me, three to one LSU. And by that point, it was like fourteen to three. <laughs> it's like oh okay. Um, Things aren't necessarily going so well, but yeah, 24 to 4, 24 to 4, Josh. You know how I love the comparison stats on StatCast. Let me give you a few here on the Florida Gators baseball team yesterday. With runners in scoring position, these are like OU softball numbers. Just With runners in scoring position, they had 417. With runners on base, they hit 424. With two outs, Florida hit 400 yesterday. Oh, my goodness. Their, <laughs> their leadoff hitter got a port seven times. I mean, what? It was how the kids say, a route. I, I mean, a, and, dude, in two games, in two games, LSU has stranded 30 runners on base. 30. And yet they've got a chance to play for a national championship still tonight after losing 24 to 4. The fascinating believable. Fascinating thing. I mean, ultimate baseball is baseball if LSU comes out and plays great and goes and wins the national title that, you know, each game is truly its own entity. I am curious though with with the Skeens conversation, how much if at all, I would imagine he's going to throw. I'd be shocked if he didn't. But how much? And then LSU and Florida. Does Florida just keep rolling with what they did offensively? Or, you know, how damaging is that to LSU? Is it just baseball? Hey, uh, every day is a new day. I'm just curious how all of that's going to play out tonight. Yeah, me too. I mean, you would have to think there has, there has got to be some lingering ouch from a game like that. Well, especially if tonight starts poorly, then then yeah, no doubt. One more. Uh, speaking of the baseball, I found this to <laughs> I found this one to be a little bit overly optimistic from the four oh five. Skeens starts tonight and goes six. Dude, I just I get it, man. LSU hasn't won a title since two thousand and nine and jello shots and parties and all that but paul skeen's about to be the top pick in the major league baseball draft i don't i don't necessarily know if uh i don't necessarily know if that's going to be something that we're i don't know if that's gonna be something that we're gonna see it'd be pretty I, awesome though you got to admit oh no listen don't get me wrong don't get me wrong i'd love to see it <laughs> but it's unlikely but you think so drew england says the last two innings josh now, that would be pretty cool. I think, La- to me, that'd be great if he comes out and he locks down a national championship, but I think if he's throwing, you, you start with him. 
few more off the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, 405-651-3439. Guys, I've been out of the country for about two weeks. Now, can I make a point here? Normally, whenever someone texts or tweets at us with that, I don't believe you. I'm like, really? But I'm actually filling in on Fox Sports Radio for a guy, Josh, that is on a month-long vacation to Italy. So I'm no longer going to question any of you who are smart enough with your money and loaded enough to be able to take more time off. So never questioning again, y'all. You know, it's not even the uh, not even the financial component on that. How do you get a job where you could legitimately take a month away? Unless your name's Howard Stern. I don't know how anybody else does that. <sighs> I don't either. By the way, side note on Howard Stern. I did get a good dose of Howard today because, I mean, I'm on the road at like 5.30 in the morning. He, he's, finally, he's finally not requiring people to test whenever he's around them for COVID. Oh, wow. <laughs> Progress. I'm, I'm happy of you. Happy for him. Anyway, back, back to the point. Out of the country for two weeks, guys. I heard Jordy Ball was transferring. I was obviously surprised. But I've never heard your take or reaction. It seems to me that she just loves Nebraska and wants to go back home to be with friends and family. Is there more to the story that I don't know? I just like to hear you speak on it again, if you don't mind. By the way, I wish her well. So just to kind of quickly recap, I was off. <laughs> I'm like you, bro. I went on vacation, and it's like this thing my family and I have tried to do since I started doing softball is once the season wraps up, we go we go hit the road for a while. And I did it again this year. Look at there. There he is. There's Travis Davidson. Dude, that's a cool shirt. Where'd you get that one? Oh, high school streaming. Okay. Oh, very well done. Sporting the heavy hitter hat, too. Did you, uh, did you get your uh, stepson right yesterday on the driving range? What'd you think of my daughter's swing? Oh, you architect, lady and gentleman. Did you? Uh-huh. She's smooth, right? That left-handed swing, I'm telling you. But OU Architect played 36 holes yesterday. He's playing 36 again today. World traveler. We need to we need to send you with a like a stick mic. That you oh, I'm sorry. In. That's a good point. Yeah, I should. Whenever I go on these remotes, I should bring a stick mic with me, so that way we can always have everyone ready to just jump on whenever they want. Um, okay. So anyway, back to the point. We go on vacay, and so I'm out. Well, I did not expect Jordy to transfer. Uh, whenever we made these plans, it, it I, I know the stories now. I thought, oh, this was planned for a long time. I, I, again, I didn't start hearing anything until we got to the World Series. And then I had someone call me on the Friday after we won the title that said, hey, dude, this is happening. Be prepared for it. And I was like, cool. I'll talk to you a week from today. <laughs> So I came in on Monday. We talked about it a little bit last Monday. Uh, by, by I think, Wednesday, Josh, we, we had jumped back into it because I had – no, Thursday. Last Thursday we jumped back into it because I talked to Mitch uh, Sherman from The Athletic, and he was just going over a couple of notes with me, and I was fascinated by some of the things that he had heard. But it's, it, it really is – and, in fact, everywhere I go anymore, it seems like there is a question or two about it whenever you're around softball fans. I, I, it's just there's there's not more to it. It's it's that simple, right? There's just there's not more to it. It's like the Bob Stoops retirement. We that's the analogy I used a couple weeks ago. 
whenever we were talking about it. everyone you could ask you know 10 national guys today hey what did you uh make of how bob stoops left ou i would bet nine of them be like there's got to be something more else going on more else is that proper english so there's going to be that faction that regardless of how many facts you give them and first-hand accounts you give them nobody yeah there's got to be something else there i really think there isn't and there was a little rumor for a while that Nebraska put together this massive NIL deal for her. Coming to find out that was untrue. That wasn't true. I'm sure she, she's already signing autographs and making the NIL rounds, but she wasn't induced by a $200,000 NIL package. In fact, she was doing pretty well here in Norman. This is simply somebody who wants to go back home. It's, I, it's just there's no – and I'm not – complaining it's like we'll we'll get a question every now and then some people like i'm tired of talking about the people that aren't here i want to talk about the people that are here well i mean this is in softball terms this is like a caleb williams type transfer i mean this is big bigger bigger as, as far as accomplishments in their career Whenever he left Oklahoma for USC, which now Jordy leaves OU, a two-time national champion, national freshman of the year, um, but it's the NFCA or whoever gives out the the pitcher of the year. She won that this last year, so she is, you know, she's maybe as high profile of a transfer as, that we've ever seen. So it's going to be a big story. See you, Trap. See you guys. Have fun. Good to see you. Um, so I, I I think there'll still be I think there'll still be questions. I think there'll still be. Hold on, I got to smile for a picture. I think there'll still be conversations about why, why, why. And it's just simple. Unless you can move the University of Oklahoma from Norman to somewhere near Papillion, Nebraska, pretty sure that Jordy Ball was going to go somewhere else regardless. And that's it. I mean, I there's just no more to the story, Josh. There's not a disdain for OU. There's not a rift between her and teammates. You know, like I said, she didn't really – there wasn't like this the, – the pitching staff was tight, but there wasn't like this circle of friends and Jordy was a part of it, and now the rest of that circle is – that's just – that's not how that worked. She just wanted to go home, and I'm, I'm, I'm happy she's happy. Sucks for OU. <laughs> it, it sucks for OU, but I think they're going to be okay. And – I appreciate you still finding the show out of being out of the uh, show despite being out of the country for two weeks. Could you imagine if I finally answered that guy's question and he was like, "Hey, I happen to be away from the radio. Could you answer that Jordy Ball question again?" That's what the uh, that's what the podcast is for. Anything else we need to add to that? I, I feel like that's it, right? No, that's pretty thorough, and I think that's sort of the general consensus: is Hey, good for Jordy. Go where your heart is or where you think you're going to be happiest. Thanks for some incredible memories here at Oklahoma. And, you know, from a softball perspective, sure, it's it's a little damaging in the immediate for OU, but also Oklahoma still going to be really, really good, probably still the favorite. Oh, and by the way, Brian with the Y in Tulsa writes, was in Hawaii for a vacation with the family. And he goes down the golf route, Josh. Keegan Bradley getting the win this weekend. Big dub, big dub for Keegan. ESPN. ESPN the app, ESPN plus whatever, however you want to call it. But when they got a golf tournament or when they have any event that they're using multiple channels on, it's a lot. I'm just, we've got to work on that interface. And I'm not, they did it with 
UFC events. They did it with Special Olympics. They do it with gymnastics, where literally it's like, all right, let's see what's on. 8,000 options to watch the tennis. 8,000 options to watch the golf. It's like, whoa, hold on. This is a little overkill right now. So I actually kind of backed into watching a little bit, uh, a little bit of that this weekend. Oh, and then real quick from the 580 before we break. Pitchers used to always pitch on three days rest. Yeah, and we used to smoke cigarettes and think it was okay. I mean, we used to, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> come on, man. There's things that we would put in bread and, and in recipes that we don't use anymore. I mean, yeah, it, it used to do that too. I, we used to have lead-based paint. You know what else? I used to ride in the front seat with my dad whenever I was like two years old. We learn, we adapt. Things change. Quick break. Plank shows live from Tulsa on the ref. All right, I want to remind you why we're in Tulsa today. It's for the OU Club of Tulsa, and it's annual scholarship golf tournament. OU Club of Tulsa is open to all alumni and fans slash supporters of the University of Oklahoma. And it's more than just watch parties, even though the watch parties and all the uh, events leading up to games and around them are really cool. They award 10 scholarships in addition to all that fun. Five to high school seniors attending the Norman campus, three to the OU Tulsa campus. Uh, they, they allow one to an upperclassman who's studying music. It's called the Wayman Tisdale Scholarship. One to an upperclassman, the Fern Holland Scholarship, in memory of a Tulsa native, an OU grad, and a DG who uh, unfortunately lost her life in Iraq in March of 2004. The first American female casualty of the Iraq War. Um, all profits from today's tournament go directly to the club's scholarship fund. And if you want to join the OU Club of Tulsa, not Meadowbrook. Meadowbrook is in $35 a year. Though I may, maybe I could try to get that deal. <laughs> I'm only going to get to play like once a year. But $35 a year to join. Go to OU Club of Tulsa. Dot com. It's Plank Show.